welcome to Hot Weekly. Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan. I'm Crystal. And this is Haunt Weekly, a weekly podcast we haunted attraction, haunt entertainment industry. Whether you're an actor, owner, or just plain aficionado, we aim to be a podcast for you. And we return to you this week once again not doing a live podcast. Right. We we love doing them, but there is a heat wave in New Orleans, and the garage, despite the best attempts at the portable AC unit out there, is boiling hot, and it's just not healthy for us to be there for an hour and a half while we do these. So we are curtailing it until the heat wave comes down. We're trying to set up an indoor space. We're hoping to have it done by episode 300. Hopefully. But it's a, it's going to be interesting because this room is already too many things. Yeah. I don't know if we can tack studio onto the list. Yeah, I, I don't know either. We may have We're going to give it a rest. We may just have to tough it in the heat for episode 300, actually. Yeah. May not have much choice. But nonetheless, do take a moment if you have not done so and subscribe to Haunt Weekly Get updated what's going on. You can find us at HauntWeekly.com or HauntWeekly on Twitter, HauntWeekly on Facebook. YouTube.com slash HauntWeekly is the YouTube channel. The easiest way to get all of our past episodes. They're all there. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. And most Sundays, you can catch us 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern as we do it live at Facebook.com slash HauntWeekly. Um, come be a part of the show. Like I said, these past two weeks, haven't been doing it. Might have died. We already had one heat stroke incident both weekends. We didn't need another. Right. So, yeah, because dumbass, um, dumbass is us, went out Saturday in the heat and mm-hmm. ate at an outdoor restaurant because that was safer for COVID and so forth. And it was a lovely restaurant. We had a great time. But realized we were feeling like crap the rest of the day. Well, yeah, the sun came out from behind the clouds and that was not a good feeling. And you see, it's kind of weird because, like, New Orleans has this humid heat, but usually the temperature in New Orleans is not the crazy bit, it's the humidity. And we've been having crazy humidity, but crazy heat, too, because we're not getting any rain. Yeah. Which is so weird for New Orleans in summer. Yeah, and the little bit of rain we have gotten has been really fast and hasn't cooled it down Yeah, it hasn't done shit to fix it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been wild because usually we get a 3 p.m. shower every day in the summer between, like, mm-hmm. late spring to early fall, and... After that, the weather is just fucking magic for like an hour or two at least. Yeah. And then it starts to heat up again, but the sun's going down and it can't do too much harm to you. So you just, you would, people would wait and go after that daily shower to do things. Mm-hmm. But that hadn't worked this year. Anyways, enough about New Orleans weather. We have a very interesting episode for you. One that we know a great deal about and have not actually talked much on. Yeah. This was something that I had an idea on recently and basically... I also had a further idea that, because when I pitched this, it was a donation guide for home haunters. If you're a home haunter, how to solicit donations. But you know what? I'm going to say something here. I think this can also work for pro haunters that have a charity component. Yeah. If you are soliciting donations for a charity on your haunt grounds, all this same stuff works. Everything we're saying here clicks. Yep. And tracks. So definitely, if you're a pro haunter and you have a charity component or you raise money for an event or for a, a, a good cause... All these tricks will work. 
So anyways, that brings us to the question of the week, though, doesn't it? We skipped last week's question of the week because I was an idiot <laughs> and wrote show notes and forgot to include one. But this week, I did not forget. Yes, it was accidentally deleted. <laughs> it was accidentally deleted and yeeted. Uh, but anyways, so our question of the week, and this is something we're going to spend the entire episode talking about, <coughs> whether you are a pro or home haunter, how do you take in your money? Yep. If you're a pro haunter, how do you get the money for tickets? How do you get, you know... All the stuff there, and include, talk about the online stuff, talk about the in-person stuff. I'll be interested. I mean, all the deets you can. We're going to be sharing some pretty hardcore details of our donations coming Mm -hmm. up toward the end, so don't worry about oversharing. We're all oversharing here today. Yeah, and if you don't take donations, um, do you take other things, or don't take monetary donations? Do you take food drives or something like that? Yeah, and if you don't take monetary donations, what's stopping you? The other yeah. question to ask. What 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 is that hurdle you can't cross, whether it's a personal one, a technological one, whatever. What's yeah. the hurdle that's stopping you? Yeah, just curious. So anyways, the first question is why do home haunts take donations? Why are we so big on that broadly? And the reason is simple. We can't take we can't sell tickets. Yes, we cannot sell tickets and we cannot look like a business in any way. No. If the minute, and, and this is something that has happened to haunts in our area before. In fact, mm-hmm. we got told horror stories of this happening. Right. Um, there was a haunt supposedly just up the road from us. It was open for a year or two or so. That's, yeah. It might have been at our house before we owned it. Yeah. And there is, and someone has said it was at our house, that our house has this weird tradition of being the haunted house yeah. before we moved in. And we moved in, you know, like 2007. Right. So we've been in this house for uh, 14 years now. And it's pretty impressive that it's got a legacy, potential legacy that goes further back. But you know how memories get when you get that far back. I don't yeah. know if it was our house or a house on the nearby street or whatever. Mm-hmm. But basically speaking, um, they were charging just $2 a ticket, a nominal fee, right? realistically. But they got shut down because they didn't have permits for that. Yeah, they, got they were also open every weekend in October, which is also a no-no. Yeah. And at the very least, is super inconsiderate of your neighbors. You're yeah. in a residential area. They can to- usually they can tolerate, especially if you prepare them and provide services, a weekend or a night of crowds and lines. Mm-hmm. But giving them a month of it is bullshit. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's just bullshit. You don't do that. But here's the thing: we can't sell tickets. We can't look like a business. But we still have expenses. In some cases, a lot of expenses. Right. Um, basically, I, I put an average of 3K per year that we lay out. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I I think that's a little high. I think that's what we spend on Halloween total, but that also includes trips to haunted houses. Well, the houses. reason I put that in is because I was averaging all the years. Our expenditure per year has gone down because right. of things we recycle and build. We were very smart with our purchases where we spent more for things we could reuse. Yeah. And that has helped keep current calls down. But I'm pretty sure if we averaged the uh, 13 years we were open, we've been open, rather, um, you would run into about a 3K per year figure. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> because those first few years there, we dropped a lot of money. <laughs> you are the estimating uh, person here, so I well, I mean, it's all an estimate. We didn't, we, we're, not, we're very bad about keeping records of it. Yeah. We know, uh, I'll say this, we know pretty comfortably um, last year we were open, we spent about 2000 Yeah. And about half of that went into the queue line. Yeah, the queue line, and um, the year before that, we replaced a bunch of the Masonite panels yeah. and OSB and panels. And that ended up being probably about a $2,000 a year, too. So even yeah. 
even on our cheaper years up front, we're still spending thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, and last year, when we were open, once again, 2019, screw the city, screw COVID. <laughs> <laughs> just got to get that out. We took in just over 1K in donations, so about half of what we put out money-wise. Right. And so, yeah, we still took a significant loss. But there's a huge, huge difference in taking a 2K loss and a right. 1K loss, especially for us. We are not wealthy individuals. We are not independently wealthy. We have middle-class jobs. We. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a mortgage, we have other payments, we have other things we got to spend money on. Coming up with 2K for what is ultimately just for fun yeah, is rough. It is. And last year is the first time that we've made um, broken a thousand in donations. Yeah. Usually it's much less than that. Yeah. Donations, and we'll get into why it's usually much less, because there's an interesting yeah, interesting little trick. One weird trick you won't believe to increase your donations. <laughs> We're only talking about it. Yeah. In fact, it pretty much doubled our donations, I believe. It, it did. Yeah. Um... But yeah, the thing is, it still really helps. And especially helps us as that gives us cash when we're at our most broke. Yeah. Because literally opening night is probably the poorest you'll ever catch us. Yeah, because... (laughs) (laughs) We spent all the goddamn money on Halloween shit. Exactly. And so... We've gotten better about budgeting and planning so that hopefully that won't happen again in the future. But yeah. But the problem is that's pretty much our brokest. So when it comes time to feed the cast, right. when it comes time to buy Halloween candy and those really big last minute expenditures, right. that's where donation money really helps. Mm-hmm. Really, really helps. So yeah, it's, it's how we cater the haunt. It's how we do the Halloween candy. And as we'll talk about a little bit later, it's also how we are able to afford hitting those beautiful after Halloween sales right. and spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. When theoretically, we should be broke as a motherfucker. We should be tapped out. Yeah. <clears throat> and that in turn has helped us save money, spend less the next year. And it's been a very positive feedback cycle. I mean, we've never made money. Never will. Yeah. <clears throat> but we've gotten the losses. But those donations have helped stem the losses to the point where it's actually not that serious anymore. Yeah. You know, it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, if you're a home haunt and you are looking to take donations, here are the suggestions that we have. And we're going to start kind of at the beginning of the process, like before people arrive, and right. thinking about after they leave. Yeah. So we're going to kind of do it time-based, weirdly enough, but you'll <laughs> understand in a minute, I'm sure. Yeah. I, they're a smart audience. They'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, to me, the first step to do is consistently promote the fact you accept donations. Yes, because I know our first year, we said we were open and free of the public, and then some people didn't get the the message that we took donations, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, now you want money?" It's like, yeah. no, we it, it's free. You can. We're not gonna like hold you up at the donation box. Yeah, we what we do now is we put it on the flyers, and what we say specifically the words we choose or I chose right because I did the flyer. I guess I should just take ownership of it. Yep. Because <laughs> if it sucks, I should draw the heat. <laughs> <clears throat> Is donations welcome but not required? Yep. That's it. Yep. Four, four words. In fact, I think I cut it back last year to just donations welcome. But donations welcome but not required is the perfect pitch for me because we would welcome them. We appreciate the help. We are grateful for every penny. I see kids, like I said, when we get, we'll talk about more in a minute with the donation box, shoving in their loose pocket change to say thanks. Yeah. 
And that shit brings a tear to my eye more than the adults sticking in 20s. Yeah. Because that, that fucking 75 cents, that little boy that can barely reach the damn donation <laughs> box, that's money to him. Yeah, it is. That that dad giving us 20? Probably not. Yeah. Not in a lot of those cases. You know, he, he probably just had that hanging around. <laughs> right. And I guess we should talk about a little bit about why we started accepting donations to begin with. Good point. Um, is that we had people start offering us money. Yeah. <laughs> it was that simple. Yeah, the first few years we didn't actually accept donations yeah, at all. We, we were like, thank you, but no, we do we this because no we love for it. it. Yeah. And then we had some of those heavy expenditure years, 2007, 2008 in particular. Yeah, after we first moved years to the in, house. Huh? Yeah. After we moved to this house. Because the stuff in Alger's Point was pretty small scale compared to what we did here. It was. But, so we get to this house... And now we're laying out many thousands of dollars trying to build up this haunt. Those first two years in particular were rough. Yeah. And like you said, those early years we'd had people offering donations. We never had a process for taking them. We never took them. Right. And we always politely refused. And it's like, no, we need to do it. And so one of the things we did is we set out about building a donation box, which will be the next thing we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically though, when you're when you're advertising the fact you have it, just don't do high pressure. High pressure will not only piss off people. Mm-hmm. But it'll get you fewer donations. Yeah. Just asking politely, saying it's not required, applying no pressure, making people aware of it. And the reason you have to make it weird, aware, is because people have to know to bring money. Right. And they I got to be prepared. Yeah. And I've seen the suggested donation things at place. I don't like that phrase. No. I like, if, I like donations welcome. And the suggested donation means... To me, it feels like you're trying to get around business law and yeah. and kind of skirt that that issue by saying suggested, but really you mean, no, this is what I want. Um, yeah, and I don't like that either. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm I mean, very much of the same brain as you on that. Yeah, so like, I think donations welcome is also probably the most legally... Dubious. Dubious, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, I would not do it. I, I remember the very first time I really saw that and felt the pressure of that was at that art gallery I went to in Newcastle. Oh, okay. Mine was on Bourbon Street. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, there's can, plenty of performers yeah, there. Yeah, suggested. And, yeah, okay, yeah. good point. I just don't feel pressure to, to pay uh, street performers I'm not watching. <laughs> no. Because I, I almost never stopped to watch street performers. Probably because I've lived in the city now for damn near 20 years, and I've pretty much seen all of them. Right. <laughs> so, no. I just don't feel pressure to do that. But, no, when we went to that art museum, it was a beautiful art museum. And, like, a mm-hmm. towerist building in Newcastle. It was a, I can't remember. It was, like, the Avant-Garde Art or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. It's driving me crazy. I was just trying to look it up, but I failed. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That's the one I almost got trapped in. Yeah, because of the glass elevator. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, and... The thing about it was, it's advertised heavily that it was a free museum, and it was technically, but you walk in and like the very first thing you lay his eye on is this giant glass box mm-hmm. with a suggested donation, five pounds, blazoned on it. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's not cool. If it had said donations, mm-hmm. I probably would have put in about the same amount of money. Yeah. It's what I had on me, you know? But I don't like something being advertised as free and then being told there is an amount I'm expected to pay. Right. <clears throat> if you're going to be free and you have to be free to be a home haunt, 
when you, if you accept donations, uh, leave it up to the person. Yeah, and the other thing is, is if you do a suggested donation of five dollars, <laughs> so then they're going to feel that that's what you want. Yeah, they might have given you fifty. We've yeah. gotten fifty dollar donations. We've gotten hundred dollar donations before. Yeah. So we got some crazy fucking. So donations. I'm glad we didn't put that limitation. We got a hundred dollar donation and some fucking artwork once. I mean, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we've gotten some crazy shit. Um, no, so yeah, basically advertise it according. Don't let people know to expect it, so they can prepare for it and it won't be so jarring. Right. But also, um, yeah, and make it just make it clear and don't apply pressure. I find that to be the most effective way to get it done. Yeah. It just. The soft sell is definitely the better sell in this. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So, so you're you're going to take donations. You need a donation box. You need yeah. a place for people to leave your donations. Yeah, you do. And luckily, those are actually fairly easy to build. Yes, they are. They're boxes. Boxes yeah. are easy to build. Now, uh, there are two main factors to consider when building your donation box. Uh-huh. Effectiveness and security. Right. And we're going to talk about them separately. Yes. Well, it's an effective box, meaning it attracts a lot of attention, appropriate attention, and people put money in it. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about security, how to get people from stealing it, because we've had problems with that, and we're going to discuss that. Yeah. Laying the template down. Yep, exactly. Effectiveness. Decorate it and make it fit your theme. This is an artistic expression, people. Yes. This is not just a box. Yes. Don't make it like the poor box in fucking the church or something where it's just a plain box sitting on stilts. No, decorate it. Have some fun with it. Do something interesting. Mm-hmm. Ours has a skeleton <coughs> holding up the, the where actual, the donations the go. The actual box part, yeah. Because yeah. it's on like a stand. It's like a box on a stand, but we've made it look like it was fenced in except for the part where the skeleton's up there trying to hold it up. And sometimes when we're open, we have another skeleton climbing up it too. So yeah. we, 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 we decorate it, and we decorate it a lot. And you place it... Either at your entrance or your exit. Ideally, I think, is the exit of those two. Mm-hmm. But in our case, those are both the same. Right. So it actually just sits in between the exit side and the entrance side. Yeah. Which means if we have to do that, we have to decorate both sides. Right. And, you know, if you do have a separate entrance and exit, consider making two boxes. They're not mm-hmm. very expensive, even no. with lumber prices. They're not very expensive. Well, lumber to make. prices are finally starting to come down a little bit, thanks yeah. to Link Mercy for one thing. Yes. But one. Major thing is be sure to light that piece of because <laughs> there were a few years, the first years that we had it out there. I didn't even see it. I know. I didn't see it. I was like, You crashed I into it running it. out of the fucking haunt. Yeah. Sorry. Literally, one person crashed into our donation box one year. I didn't see it. <laughs> Luckily, it was a tough box. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They fucking body checked that shit. <laughs> Boom. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Jesus, Murphy. Yeah. Didn't, so yeah, light it and be sure to have very, very clear signage on it. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, let me put it like this. I thought a donation box was pretty obvious. We actually have two cutouts and there's one in the front. Right. It's high up and one in the top. And they're both very clear cutouts. Yes. You will be amazed the number of people that actually go there. Where's the money go? Yeah. Where's the money go? Well, and... Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. I really don't know. No, but once we drew an arrow to the hole with donations, 
Well, that's what we did first, and then we started putting a light inside the yeah, box. That also really helped because that that lit it from the inside. So and then the light emanates the, out of the two holes. Yeah, but that's actually one of the better things we have learned in this is get yourself a cheap set of just red, whatever color Halloween lights you want. Yeah, eat them in there. Yeah, positioning doesn't really matter. They can sit right on the bottom. The main thing is they fill the box with light, so that light comes out the holes. Yeah, I think right now holes. we've got an an outdoor spotlight inside of it. Yeah, I think I think we previously had a red C four bulb strand in there. Yeah, because we had an extra one of those, and that was just that exactly. was light. Screw it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We switched to the uh, rotating spotlight. The yeah, the, what they call the fire and ice light type things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. We did switch that, but we started with the C four bulbs. We did. But yeah, make sure it has clear sunage. Make sure it is lit inside and out, ideally. But make it interesting. I mean. Make it basically what you're trying to do is make an interesting, fairly big box yeah. with wheels that's a good height for people to put money into. You make it visible and easy to understand where the money goes and just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this should be a project that even if it never gets you any donations, which absolutely should get you donations. Yeah. Um, but even if it doesn't, you had fun with it and it looks like an awesome part of your haunt. Right. I really feel that is very important because if you just stick, you know, a plain box out there and write donations on it, crayon or something, <laughs> I don't know. It might actually be genuinely creepy. Now think about it. That's basically our first, <coughs> the first attempt at a donation box. We use Sharpie. We did. We did not use crayon. Don't yeah. lie to these poor people. They they love us. Only because crayon would not stick to, to the, the plywood uh, in the USB. Well, ring. no, it, we got one of the um the snipe signs, the blank snipe signs, and wrote on there. Yeah, I remember that. And attached it to the God, front of the we, box. We were so so ratty that year. Uh-huh. I'm glad we've improved it. We got a really kick ass box. We'll maybe post some photos of our donation box yeah. on the Haunt Weekly uh, Facebook page, facebookcom Weekly, By the way, mm-hmm. give a like. Yeah. But yeah. Now, security. Mm-hmm. Make sure that the money slots are less than half an inch wide. That's 1.25 centimeters for you uh, godless heathens outside of the United States. <laughs> <coughs> Kidding. I actually prefer the metric system. I hate yeah. fucking imperial. But no, I actually looked this up. Mm-hmm. Um, most professionally made donation mugs, like if you wanted to buy those that you like leave on like McDonald's counters for right. whatever charity, they have a uh, three-eighths of an inch gap. Mm-hmm. So less than half an inch. And the reason is, make sure a child can't reach in. Yes. Because fuck some people, seriously. Yes. <clears throat> this happened about ten years ago. This was one of the earlier iterations of Ox. Right. But we had an issue where a woman... Tried to get money out of the donation box and failed. So she literally picked up her toddler. Yeah. And held him over the box and had him reach in and try to fish the money out. We don't know if they got any out. Yeah. But we know he got his arm in and was able to reach in. Um, So we don't know if he got any money out. We don't know how much he took if he did. But, yeah, we've seen it happen. They got run off when um, our staff noticed them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, we saw that happen. Three-eighths of an inch should protect... I mean, I have... I thought... I had very childlike hands. Right. I have teeny tiny skinny little writer hands with amazing spread. I was told I should have been a pianist. <laughs> These tiny little fingertips with great widespread. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I thought that if I can't reach in, no one else is going to be able to. Yeah. Because I can still reach a ball on the other side of a fence. I can reach through the fencing. Right. 
Um, apparently I was wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. So three eighths of an inch is ideal. Less than half an inch or 1.25 centimeters is what you should go for. Uh, make sure the money drops a great distance is one of the things we fixed after that incident. Right. Was we lowered the bottom on it by about another foot. Mm-hmm. Good luck reaching it now, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you are, you know, a superhero. That Mr. Fantastic, the early years. Whee! <laughs> and if Mr. Fantastic, the early years, does try to get the money out of your donation box, you're fucked anyway. So... Mm-hmm. But anyways, make sure it drops a great distance. We have about a two-foot drop, I think, yeah. is what we ultimately have. And yeah, adult arms are longer than that, but not kid arms. Right. And honestly, adult arms have to be longer than that, because we got to get the money out somehow. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of which, we built it all out of wood. Mm-hmm. There are no locks on it. No. At all. So, there was originally... Mm-hmm. We, um, this was before you were lock picking. We lost the key, so it's still on there. It's true, the latch is on there. The latch and the lock is on there, but it's not how we open it, and no. it can't be opened that way. No. Well, that is a red herring. If you, in fact, that's a pretty funny red herring because if you open that lock, and I'm pretty sure any idiot could, it's not the greatest yeah. lock in the world, but if you open it. It's still not going up because the whole thing is held together with screws. Yeah. And specifically what we did is we screwed the box together uh-huh. and then we put fence boards all around it and the screws that you remove to take off the top to get the money are hidden under fence board. Yeah. And you have to know which boards to move. It's like an escape room puzzle. We built our own escape yeah. room puzzle <laughs> to do this in a weird way. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, you have to know which boards to move and at what angle to move them. Right. Because if you move them the wrong way, they'll stay blocking the screw. Yeah. It's a pretty keen system, actually. And yeah, I think it's only three or four screws that actually hold it in. Yeah, I think but it's four. I think it's four? One each quarter. But yeah, you're not going to really know. Well, it's not exactly the corner. We we, we fudged it around a little on yeah. purpose. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, But yeah, if you do use a lock on your donation box, focus on preventing physical attacks. Make sure you have a strong latch. A really strong latch, mm-hmm. and make sure you have a strong, beefy physical lock, like the uh, the ma- what? Master Lock M90, I believe it is. I'm looking it up so I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> um, no, that's not it. Ah, oh, dang it. I'll figure it out later. That's the gun lock version. Um, but no, there are there's a beefy, like, Master Lock puck lock that is stupid easy to pick into. Like, I literally uh, teach people on that lock how to lock pick. Right. It's that easy. <clears throat> but it is titanium shackle, solid body, ain't nobody breaking into it without making a lot of noise and causing a lot of commotion. Right. And that's the main thing. You're, you're not going to be able to prevent someone that's truly determined. They can just hit it with a Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're determined enough. But you're trying to make it all so that people that are not super determined can't get in. Mm-hmm. And then you have an opportunity through physical and on-site security to catch the people who are trying, because they have it takes too long, makes too much noise, causes too much ruckus. Right. So yeah. Yeah, and and just remember that still try to have eyes on it. Yeah. Try to have somebody watching it, at least you know, in their peripheral. Yeah. If you build it well enough, you don't have to have somebody watching it all the time. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I would say is also make it to where it's not easy just to take and run with. Yeah. Don't make it small. <laughs> yeah, don't make it small. This is why you want that beefy box. Yeah. You want a beefy boy. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah, even though we've got wheels on ours so we can move it in and out of the haunt. Um it's it's we would notice if somebody was trying to roll it away. Yeah. A those wheels are terrible. Mm-hmm. Like objectively terrible casters on it. Yeah. And they lock really good. Yeah. <laughs> they don't unlock so good. No. So yeah, they, it rolls only on the most technical definition of the word roll. Yeah. Yeah, and we going through security uh, footage one year, we did see somebody on the security camera after we were closed come and look and see if there was money in the box. And it was not. We'd emptied it. Nope. We we do that. We turn <coughs> out the house lights. I get the drill, open it up, take the money from the night inside. And even if we don't count it right then, oftentimes we just yeet yeah. it inside the house. Well, yeah, because we're we're trying to get to our crew to hang out and... For a little bit. Yeah, and, and sometimes, and in fact, a couple of years it's been, you know, we've done that, and they see us working on the donation <laughs> box, and, and and we get back there to have the celebratory beard and Halloween or whatever, yeah. and they say, how much should we make? I don't fucking know. It's sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah. You want to go count it? Yeah. It's in there on the bed. It's, it's inside. Yeah. We just threw it in there. We got shit to clean up. Yeah. We'll count it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or later tonight, if we want to. But yeah, basically, you know, the whole goal is to make a durable box only you know how to get in and out of. And like you said, make sure someone's watching it. Right. Even if it's peripheral. And one of the best things we had was, ever since we got extra front of house staff, mm-hmm. and we have people going up and down that full length of the drive, we've had much fewer instances yeah. of people messing with it. Yeah, we have. Okay. Now, that one weird trick I was talking about. Yeah, exactly. Virtual donations. Digital donations. Yeah. This has become probably our biggest source of donations. Yeah. Um, When we started it, it was all PayPal and Venmo, but things have since expanded. Right. And so there's four apps you really want to consider becoming a part of and integrating into your donation system. They're PayPal. Still... Everyone has PayPal. It's like the Facebook of Cash Apps, you know. <laughs> Everyone's got one. They don't want to admit it. Uh, Cash App, Venmo, and Zelle. And Zelle is especially important if your local banks, the big banks in your area, right. are Zelle members. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans, but uh, two big banks, I believe, are Capital One and Chase. Yes. And, and they are both founding members of Zelle. So. Exactly. So, absolutely, we're going to have Zelle on it. Mm-hmm. Facebook Pay is another alternative, though that is trickier to do outside of like being on Facebook. Right. That's more of a purely electronic thing, not an on-site thing, which is what we're trying to discuss now. Basically, the goal here is you want to be where your visitors already are. If you're going to ask them to set up a new app, you can kiss that donation goodbye. Yeah. So, just set up all the apps yourself and then let them choose which one they want to use to give you money. Yeah. And for us, the secret has been to have signs up on the property... All up at the shop, yeah, and have both the QR code and the username. Now, the reason to include both is not only that some people don't know how to use QR codes, because some people don't know how to use QR codes. Right. Although it is more common because now <coughs> lots of restaurants and things have switched from physical menus to yeah. QR codes. That's menus. true. That may have it may have an impact on that. Yeah. But the reason we need to add it to ours, we didn't have it original. We need to add it uh-huh. is because people are constantly trying to confirm if this is you. At your busiest yep. time. Yeah. Just say, you know, QR code, Bernie Baxter. No. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. Choking on bones today. But anyways, yeah, if you ask them to set up a new app, you're just not getting that donation. 
No. Have the signs on your property. Have it in your queue line. Have it in your exit path. And make sure the signs are lit. QR codes do not work well without proper lighting. Right. <clears throat> so Exactly. Yeah. It's important as hell to have proper lighting on those. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't care if your queue line is supposed to be dark and spooky. You have a spotlight on the uh, sign with the yeah. QR code for donations. Yeah, you can do a tiny little light on it, but yeah, you yeah. need that to be lit. Um, also, be sure to put all the information on your website and social media, too. Mm -hmm. And you can consider having a donation form on your site. <clears throat> um, there's tons of tools and services to do that. You can also use many of those same tools to generate links. Right. Um. And Facebook pay works really well on social media. However, do understand that almost no one will donate uh, that way. They right. will not donate after leaving the property. I think the entire time we've been running it, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of donations, thousands of people. Yeah. Uh, we've only had one or two yeah. that came in. Yeah, and I think that was people that we knew that they just had forgotten their money yeah. before we started doing digital. And it's only been one or two, so it's not enough people to warrant, but... Basically, and the reason for that is pretty simple. It's because the moment's passed. They're no longer on that adrenaline kick. Right. They're no longer on that high. And people forget quickly. They went off from your haunt, and maybe they went drinking somewhere. Yeah. Maybe they uh, went to another party. But the they... other reason to keep it there yes. is so that whenever first-timers find your flyer and they go to your site, they see that you have a donation button. Yeah. So they know that it's just reinforcing <coughs> that you accept them. Yeah. Once again, it's going back to making people aware of donations. Right. So they aren't ambushed by it. Exactly. But at the same time, um, not pressuring them, not putting any real pressure on them to do so. So, yeah. Uh, but that's exactly why you want to keep it there is to set that expectation that it will be there. And that way, if they don't want to donate, they'll just know to expect it and to ignore it. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's perfectly fine with me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Some real quick additional thoughts before we jump into our some of our stuff. Right. Um, one important thing to do, I think, and I, I feel strongly about this, I don't know how effective it is increasing donations because a whole year passes. Right. But I, it cannot hurt. And that is we try to prove where the money is being used. Right. And one of the things we do is we take photos of all the after Halloween sales stuff that we buy and we say, look what your donations helped us buy. Yeah. Expect this in the yard display next year. Yeah. <clears throat> Expect this in the haunt next year. Yeah. We should like repost those whenever they come up as memories the next year mm -hmm. so that people get a reminder, you know, around yeah. now. And that's what we usually do is we come home from all the after Halloween running around, hit the spirit, hit the Walgreens, hit all the places. Yep. And we'll pose everything on our front porch. Yep. Take a photo and share it out on all the appropriate channels and say, this is what your donations bought. This is what we did with the money. Thank you. This will help make our yard display better next year. This will help make the haunt better next year. We appreciate it. Yep. And we've actually gotten a lot of positive feedback about that because it proves mm -hmm. that we're not, you know, just blowing this money on beer and <laughs> yeah. whatever. We're actually using it to improve the haunt. It's going back into the haunt. Right. Um. So, yeah, that's an important thing to keep in mind. Because just remember, they are investing in you. So, show them the fruits of that investment. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. Well, we got about 15-ish minutes left. Okay. So, let's talk about our stuff. 
Now, 2018 was the last year we've been open. Curse you, city. Curse you, COVID. Mm -hmm. um, that year, we had a bit over 1,200 visitors between all three nights and over 1,000 Halloween night. Yeah, that that Halloween was crazy. Busy. Yeah, it was nuts. All totaled, we received almost exactly $1 per visitor. Yeah. In aggregate. And donations per customer were much, much higher the first couple of nights. Yes. We had smaller crowds. And they all, almost without fail, donated. I think we ended up like a $5 per customer average on those nights or something like that. Yeah. And basically, I I have come to the conclusion that we get almost no donations on Halloween night. Yeah. And I think the reason is that Halloween is geared towards kids. And the other two nights we're open is more for the adults who don't have kids who want to just come and experience the haunt. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is we do serve underprivileged communities a lot. Right. And what we do. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. Mm -hmm. um, free haunted house, built to professional standards. Of course, a lot of families that are struggling financially are going to seek that out. Yeah. And I don't expect them to donate. I, no. I don't want anyone to donate to this haunt that is hurt in any way by the donation. Exactly. If you want to donate $1,000 because you're so rich, $1,000 is pocket change to you, Godspeed, good sir or madam. Yes. <clears throat> we I, will I, take it. We will take it. But if you are someone who is struggling to make ends meet and is you know, wondering how they're going to pay for the next meal, don't. Come, yeah. enjoy the haunt, have a good time, forget your troubles for a bit, mm -hmm. go on your way. Exactly. And that's the way I look at it. And, and yeah, it's like we said, it's a much different crowd the first two nights. It's a much older crowd. Mm -hmm. Very few kids come on those nights. Though sometimes if Halloween's like on a Sunday, yeah, we'll get some of the trick-or-treaters on a Saturday, too. There is some overlap there. Yeah, there's a little bit. And some of the neighborhood teenagers come. Yeah. Because then they're going to they're gonna come, and then they can act big and tough on Halloween night when they bring their friends. Yeah, they, they, they are... Playing the smart game, honestly. Uh -huh. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but donations are everything from pocket change, literally. Yeah. Quarters out of kids' pockets are just being so kind. Right. Um, to, like I said, we've gotten over $100 donations. We've gotten tipped artwork. Yeah. Which is weird, but interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really grateful for all of it. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's kind of weird. But yeah, so I know on Halloween night, even though that is when we put through this mammoth amount of humanity, right? We know the donation box will not be overflowing. No. And in fact, I think, honest to God, I think we make more on the first two nights, as far as donations go. I think we make more either of the first two nights, despite probably getting about one tenth the people yes. than we do on Halloween. Exactly. <clears throat> So yeah, I, I just and and that's like you said, it's because of the crowd and because Halloween night is for the kids, and it's when a lot of those underprivileged families come by and enjoy the haunt, right? And we want them to come. That's one of the reasons we do this. Yeah, one of the reasons we're so passionate about that's it so is being able to give kids that might not have a Halloween experience a kick-ass Halloween experience. Exactly. You can't you can't say no to that. No. So yeah, we we do. So yeah, I think that's the issue now. Last year was the first year, that 2018, once again, I keep saying mm -hmm. last year because it feels like fucking last year. I know. But the whole universe has fallen apart around me and it's not my fault. Yeah. Um, uh, that year, we received about 50-50 between virtual and paper donations. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and here's the thing I, I noticed, because one of the places I put the, 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 the signs for the QR codes yeah. was on the donation box. Right. Because if anyone got the donation box, I went, ah, no, no money. Oh. Yeah, I, I heard that. And I heard that. Yeah. I also heard a few times, saw a few times people, oh, I'm going to give them some money. And they had cash in hand, but they saw the sign and go, oh, I can just do that. Yeah. Because they didn't want to part with their cash. And you know what? I totally get that. I do I that all my, the time. So do I. Well, you and I, I mean, we have a rule. Don't spend cash at a place you do not have to spend cash at. Yes. Because <laughs> we carry so little actual physical money. I mean, <laughs> basically, uh, like, there's a bar near our house where it's like a $10 minimum for drinks. Yeah. And it's very possible between the way they pour and the, and the prices they have. Right. That we might not hit that tab even after we've been there for a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Might have happened a time or two. That and everyone buying other people rounds. Yeah. <coughs> with or without consent. Right. Um, so we carry usually enough cash to take care of that type of situation. Yeah. And nothing else. Mm -hmm. Because all of our money is digital right now. Yeah. It exists as zeros and ones on some server somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they swear that we have it. <laughs> yeah. Cross their heart, hope to die. The money's real. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, yeah, because you saw, we saw situations where someone's like, oh, I don't have money. Oh, wait, they got Cash App, they got the PayPal, I'll just wire them some. Yeah. They, they've seen that. And we've seen, like I said, situations where people preferred it. But we've also seen situations, I've seen situations where people preferred to do cash. Yeah. So it's basically this lets people choose their preference. And ultimately, it was about 50 50. Mm -hmm. We got almost exactly half of the money through virtual donations. Which I thought was interesting. I, the first year of doing it, yeah, I really thought it was just going to be like a ten percent boost, yeah, fifteen percent boost, maybe, yeah. No, it was a goddamn hundred percent boost. Yeah, it exactly. doubled our fucking, and that's just it. And and that's the other thing. I kind of expected um, virtual donations to cannibalize cash ones. Right. Did not happen. No. Straight up doubling. Yeah. We went from six hundred to seven hundred per year to twelve hundred. Yeah. Straight up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, and, and it was really great for us because let's all be honest here, cash kind of sucks. It does. It's unwieldy, and for me to really spend it in any quantity, I've got to get it in a bank. Right. And so what we usually do with the cash donations is it immediately goes to our actors that need a ride home, an Uber, lift home. Yeah. Here's twenty bucks. Covers your lift home. Yeah, exactly. That type of thing. We'll do that because that's something that's easy to handle that way. Yeah, and but, we can also give it to them for returning the next night. Yeah. So. And here's here's money to get you home for not taking them home. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a use of it. But honestly, we don't do much of like the Halloween purchases with cash. No. Because that's unwieldy and just not pretty. So what we try to do is get it deposited and depositing odd because it's like every kind of bill yeah. and change and random amounts. And yeah, getting it into a bank is kind of a piss off. Yeah. Um, so I really do like the virtual donations because they just hit the account immediately. And that really helped us that year because that money hit the account instantly, literally Halloween night, right. which meant we woke up at 9 a.m. November 1st. Boom. We were at the stores, you know, debit card in hand, ready to go crazy. Yeah. Exactly. So I actually prefer it even if there is a small fee. Because there's no time penalty for trying to get that money to usable status. Right. Exactly. 
But still, we appreciate all donations, to be clear. Just know that this is how the donations are used, practically. Right. Cash is going to be used for what cash is practical for, and digital will be used what it's practical for. Mm -hmm. That easy. So here are the main points to remember, to wrap this up real fast. Uh, remember to be where your visitors are when trying to capture virtual donations especially. Mm -hmm. But make it easy for them to give you money is what that really amounts to. Yeah. Make it as easy as you can. You do everything in your power. And I say this about businesses all the time. And then I get pissy because there's places like that screen park in Houston, which only take cash. Yeah, and I don't even get that because you're... You're asking us to bring a lot of money. Not, not. It would have been $180 for the three of us. Yeah, I thought it was more than not that. Not you know what? It was, uh, 360, wasn't it? Yeah. It was 180 per we person. We were bringing Ellie to that one. It was going to be, yeah, it was going to be $360, I think. Yeah. To do everything. And, and no, that wasn't going to happen. I'm not carrying $360 in cash. Go fuck yourself. No, you're just trying to get out of taxes. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, it seems that way. I don't know that for sure. Well, I mean, there's two reasons to do I it. I just one distrust is, it. One, yeah, there's two reasons to do it, realistically. One is um, the transaction fees are too high, but I know the transaction fees are. If that is that is greater than your profit margin, raise your fucking prices. Yeah. E easy peasy on <laughs> and that I mean, one. I guess they could have been in a dead zone where they couldn't do anything, like my you parents. Know, you say that, but with, the, with satellite internet being a thing... Mm -hmm. It's getting, uh, that excuse is wearing kind of thin. It is. Um, and the other reason is, like you said, um, to make doing the books easier, we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? But anyways, work on capturing donations on site, whether they're virtual or physical. Uh, promote the donations or accepting your materials, but do so without applying pressure. Make it clear. Because like on our, look at our flyer. Our flyer, it's like Bernie Baxter, da da da, big him, free! Lower font below. Donations appreciated, but not required. Type thing. Yep. It's like it's like that's way down there. So don't apply pressure. Make people know. Sure, people know it's free. Um, but what to ex? But the, to expect that there may be an ask for donations on right. site, even if it's not a pr high pressure ask. Yeah, um, and we never have anybody say, "Did you donate?" <laughs> no, we don't have anybody doing that near the donation box nope. or leering as people walk by it. The, the the only thing we say about donations is when one of the front of house actors sees someone donating, thank you very much. Yeah. That's the, that's all it said ever about donations. Yeah. Well, that and I still get the occasional guy or girl that's like, where's the donation box at? You mean the bright lit thing literally 10 feet in front of you? Yeah. Yeah. Because see, lighting it helped a lot, but it didn't completely fix the problem. I, I can't fix it anymore. <laughs> Look, I mean, come on. We have, we have free on every piece of advertising we have. What's the number one question we get when people call? How, How much, much does it cost? It? When are y'all open? It's seven. Oh, yeah. Horse to water and all that jazz. Horse to water. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Do offer web and social ways to donate, but don't expect much from it. Expect that to be more of a training thing for when people are on site to expect it and be aware that it is there. Right. Because, and here's the thing, if someone shows up in your site and you're like, hey, um, we take Cash App, and I'm like, oh, I don't have Cash App, you're screwed. You lost that donation. But yeah. if someone sees that you accept Cash App on your site, mm -hmm. they have an opportunity to go through that rigmarole and that bullcrap beforehand. Right. And set it up. Because those apps are kind of a pain to set up. I admit it. Like, I, I listed four apps. 
I'd be prepared to dedicate an hour or two to that task of setting those up if you don't have any of them. It's mm-hmm. going to take you a little time. So get a beer and hang out and just, you know, get it done. But yeah, it also sets up that expectation and it helps them know what, how they'll be able to donate when they arrive. And just always be grateful and transparent. Yes. These are people who are giving you money when they have no obligation to give you money. Exactly. Be nice to them. Be transparent. Don't try to force stuff on them. Don't be aggressive about it. Try your best to be, you know, just gracious and transparent. Be honest about it. And always, always, always be grateful for anything that you get. And don't, and at the same time, the hard part is that being grateful is to not slight those that can't donate. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's tough to do, I admit, but do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because believe me, my, like I said, my attitude is if you can afford to donate and want to, please do. But if you come here and you just need something to do on Halloween, well, guess what? we got a haunted house. Yeah, exactly. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Actually, the most commonly asked question is, is it scary? <laughs> I hope. Worked really hard on it. <laughs> Hopefully. That's all I can say. You know? Yeah. Cause anyways, thank you very much for spending this past hour with us. We're going to wrap up at just a couple minutes early this week. It's been a long, difficult weekend with lots of overheating and stuff. So please, please, please do take a minute. Send us donations. To- no, wait. Um <laughs> We no, don't no. do that for this. No, we don't do yeah. that for this. No, we don't. No, but please do take a minute. Since we don't accept donations for Haunt Weekly, you can support us by liking, following, and subscribing at all the destinations I list. Mm-hmm. You can find us at hauntweekly.com or Haunt Weekly on Twitter, Haunt Weekly on Facebook. It's so easy. YouTube.com slash Haunt Weekly is our YouTube channel. Subscribe there. Feel free to send us email, comments, anything. The question of the week is, like, oh, yeah, we, we didn't revisit the question of the week because we don't have a live chat. Right. But <laughs> we didn't do the question of the week. Oh, yeah, wait. No one else is here. <clears throat> Gotten kind of used to the live chats, haven't I? Yeah. But no, to the, more to the point, follow us at youtube.com slash hauntweekly. Subscribe, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts from. Feel free there. And most Sundays at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. East, 9, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. We do these live. We're hoping to get it back for next week because this is episode 300. We really want to do that one live. Yeah. And so. be sure to uh, follow us to see what we're planning. Yeah. We're going to be posting about episode 300 over the course of the next week. And we'll be doing our usual conversation piece about the question of the week on Wednesdays, usually when we post that. Yes. So Facebook.com slash Haunt Weekly is a really great place to follow us right now. But until next time, I'm Jonathan. I'm Crystal. And this has been Haunt Weekly, episode 299, talking about donations for home haunters. Hope that this was useful, and we hope to see you all next week.